The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Tangentic Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always, I'm joined by John Doe and Swoosh. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. And uh, we're starting out with the continued saga of Diablo Immortal. I believe John Doe's got this one. So, one of their top fucking play-to-win people <laughs> who, uh, who advocated for the play-to-win model has spent that much on the game... He's now playing by himself. He's paced himself out of all other players in the PvP arena. He has no Ooh. one fighting against him. Like he's he too can't powerful. Match anyone? No. So, so in the in a pay to win game, he has one Diablo Immortal. Yeah. Yeah. No. He, so he paid I, I, and he has one. So yeah. what I'm gathering is that the gear and, and abilities he's purchased is pushed up. I don't know what they use to measure it, but essentially sort of like a gear score so that he's so unbelievably out of bounds of other players that it won't pair him with them. So he spent $100,000 on the game and can no longer PvP because his resonance and MMR are too high. So they're the metrics they use to match you with other people in the PvP arena. So the only person that he could fight is another whale. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's it. Really is. And he's seeking refunds on these purchases partially to knock himself back down so he can play with other people again. <laughs> I love that he, ate, he level-gated himself by just paying yeah. that much money. That It's amazing. And this guy advocated for the pay-to-win. Like, pay yeah, he was... Uh, he's a YouTuber, uh, and he's, uh, several of his uh, YouTube videos are very much... You should be able to spend the money to to level up your character. You shouldn't have to play games all all this amount. And he's apparently followed that ethos and paced himself out of everything. So now he can't play the game he's spent all this money on. I don't think Imagine, he should get a refund. I, I think that should be not nah, fuck it. Live with nah. it. Wait for someone else to catch up to you. Imagine being the person at at, at Act Blizz who gets that ticket. Mm. What's your reason for refund? I spent too much and now I can't play with anybody. (laughs) (laughs) I've got no friends. (laughs) They should refund him, but give him fucking uh, stocks in Blizzard. Actually, the alternative is letting him into like uh, matches with lower tiered people and being the the villain from that South Park World of Warcraft episode that just Mm. kills everyone. He's become that character. They've just kept him in a side server. That's it. Uh, just so dumb. make him the end, like the end boss monster of a raid. Yes, he you, is the end boss. Exactly. When he's paced himself out that far, now put him in his own server, and the next ten people, or you can buy a ticket to fucking fight against him. That would be interesting, actually. Then he gets his PvP. Exactly. If you kill, that him, would actually be an him. interesting way of doing it. The top player is now the new fucking boss monster. I'd be keen that's, for that. That's actually. asymmetric multiplayer. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and just to be a dick about it, if you reach that title and, you know, want to do that PvP session, you have to put something of your your gear item on the line for it. You have to essentially put a pin oh, yeah. foot forward for something. It's like, I have to drop loot. I can't not drop loot. What do I have? Mm. And, and, put it, forward and it's gear only the pay-to-win players. That's all yeah. you can do. It. You have yeah. to have spent actual cash to get to that fucking level. And you're putting your hard-earned on the line to fucking stay there. Yeah. Get those, like, adrenaline junkie whales out there. There'd be a couple of them. <laughs> Someone would do it, definitely. Oh, you know they would. Well, it would be so very tempting to make a character, call them Ahab, and just try and fuck this guy's day. I know, right? Absolutely. Oh. Just, how the fuck can this game get any dumber and people keep spending money on it? Like, it made a hundred thousand, like... Hundred million dollars in the first couple of weeks. Uh, fuck me. Fuck Are people no. just fucking stupid? Yes. But I um, want Diablo 4 to be good. Like, At this rate, I have zero hope fucking Diablo 4. Absolutely zero. Diablo it's just going to be a fucking microtransaction game. mess. That's all it's going to be. Yep. It's going to be 
going to be a new Candy Crush. That's what Diablo 4 is going to be. <laughs> you don't even have a character. You literally just match three, spend money. Match yeah. three, spend money. That's Diablo. We'll spoon feed this, you half a story. Just matching heads, like demon heads. Like, yeah, that's fine. I got a whole no, chain you, of Diablo. They're just going to cut all that out and there's just going to be a box that you pay five bucks to open and then you get a piece of digital loot. Yeah, no, that that's... Ooh, how, no character, no gameplay, just five bucks to get given dopamine. Has someone yeah. made a loot box app yet that just you buy a loot box and open it? Yeah. There's yes. been a couple that came out and several of them had fucking viruses attached. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh. Uh, like the next Diablo at this point is going to be you install the game you press play and it's just a YouTube video of the game being played and a buy shit button <laughs> mm. yeah no that would work uh, uh, some people would still fucking buy it yeah they would and then they'll price but, themselves out of fucking playing the game I mean I swear <laughs> to god it's yes it's essentially the same thing that happens with like Mac and other you know fan bases for tech kind of stuff it's the same with video game companies now like they'll just buy it because it's blizzard or it's you know activision or whoever else is they're a fan of it doesn't stop them it could be a shit game a steaming turd like plopped on a plate and they'd still buy it surely Mm. some people got to start looking at it and going oh fuck their last 10 games were fucking horrible i've i've lost faith in the next one but nope it just doesn't seem to happen no, it doesn't because of a thing called the sunken cost fallacy. Where you put so much time and effort into something, you can't stop. Because you've then, put all that time Surely the next into 10 it. bucks it will make it all worthwhile. Something. Exactly. It, you just get caught in that cycle. It happens with like long uh, TV shows and that kind of stuff, which you no longer enjoy. But you keep watching because you've always watched it. It's how Simpsons survived for God knows how long. But it's like... <sighs> Yeah, the sunken cost fallacy, I think, is keeping certain industries alive. I mean, I don't think it's as apt necessarily towards, like, developers. Hmm. Definitely, like, this particular game. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, some people are, are really weirdly ride or die. Um, I, I mean, mean I, I have certain... Stu- I have certain studios I'm a massive fan of. Like, if FromSoft puts something out, I'm probably going to just buy it. Yeah. Like, um, they, they are yet to severely burn me with anything. I mean, I've loved all the Souls games. They're, they're, they're pretty much just riding high on a success rate for me. But if they burn me, yeah, I was gonna say, I'll, they, I'll become massively critical of their next thing. If, you, no, if they what's set up gonna... a steaming turd, you'll be like, hmm, maybe, maybe not instant buy next thing. Yeah. Well, what, what you need to keep an eye out for is if they start... Like if they're run by a board who brings in this fucking new developer who knows how to fucking mm. earn more for the company and suddenly the there's a lot less talk about their next game and it's like, we're going to do a major announcement about this piece of trash and not actually going to tell you anything about it. You know oh. it's going to be fucking horrible. Oh, new yeah. developer from some other fucking, uh, usually from EA or some other piece of shit. Oh yeah, definitely. But speaking Although, of... Yeah. Speaking of horrible pieces of shit that have horrible launches, I believe there was a new Digimon game. Yeah, that was actually what I was going to segue into because of the talk of new studios. Yeah. Um, yeah, so Digimon Survive <laughs> uh, finally launched. Uh, it was announced four years ago, back in 2018. Um, and and this thing has just been... It's been, like, softballed around a little bit until it eventually landed at this studio called Hyde, and it is basically done nothing. This is its first thing. Um, Were there a the game from first... Jekyll? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Um, basically, so the game first launched on uh, the PlayStation Switch, then a day later, later for all other platforms for some reason... Uh, one of the Digimon is an early access purchase. Now, depending on what region you're in, it might be digital, not available, as a physical code written on the inside label of the artwork for the case, in the case, on a receipt. Just doesn't exist. No one really knows how the fuck you're supposed to get this pre-order bonus. They're playing hide and seek with a pre-order bonus. 
Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, it's perplexing. Like, the idea of putting it on the inside artwork's a good idea, but why was that not consistent? Yeah. It, it, it's bizarre the way they seem to have launched this pre-order bonus. The PC one's my favorite, though, mm. because they put it out on PC, and this thing was a trash fire on PC. It was not a good launch. But the big one being, one of the cutscenes would not play and not let you progress. Unless you had VLC Media Player installed. I love For that some the reason, this game requires you to have installed and up-to-date VLC Player and VLC set as your default uh, Media Player. Otherwise, it will not um, play this fucking cutscene. Jesus Christ. So then you're just I- stuck there forever and it's it, it's early on too so it's not even like you get to play a bunch of game and then it happens it's like no no this this game's basically just bricked out the gate that's not I the mean, first how do you f- happen though with especially with a digimon game to be honest like i didn't even know digimon was still a thing it's yeah, actually in a resurgence right now it's got a card game that's going a bit haywire everyone seems to love that now um, but I remember when Cyber Sleuth came out and I grabbed that because I, I liked Digimon. It was one of my favorite things as a kid. And uh, Seth was there when we, when I started playing it and we went, what, three hours playing through Something this like game? That. And at no point were there any random encounters to fight things. It was only scripted fights. Turns out the game just decided to fuck up and never spawn in any encounters for me. It never flipped that switch going, oh, hey, he's in the point where he can actually get encounters now. Three mm. hours I wasted on that like that game, and I'd have to go back and do it all again. I'm like, no, no, I'm done. Goodbye. So they maintain quality. Mine, yeah. A friend of mine bought the same game, but got all the random encounters and was having a great time. I'm like, what the fuck do you mean, random encounters? <laughs> get random encounters for three hours. Yeah. It was... The other thing uh, with this launch, though, is they they put review copies out the day of um, of release. That's always a red flag. Oh, yeah. But it always. gets stupider. So if you were in, say, the UK and you bought it on PC, not only do you get your review code the day after the game comes out because it's based on the platform you bought it on... So it's not even the release day, it's the release day for the platform. It's also going to have been out in other other regions for days at that point. That's no longer a red flag, that is a crimson tapestry. Uh, it's the upgraded model, that's just... What the fuck? I, I, I just don't understand, like, it feels like someone really fucking didn't want this game to succeed and have done literally everything they could think of to just... Make sure it fails. There was one Pokemon fan just waiting in the company going, fuck these guys. But even for like a new studio, like it's still being developed by Bandai Namco. Or it's being published by... So they're not a fucking small studio. They've they've released things properly before. So Mm. what, do they just get the fucking new guy, the apprentice? Right, sit down, here's a game. Now launch this with no fucking support. Guaranteed like, someone's how does that fucking happen from a large corporation? Oh, no, I know exactly how this has happened. Basically, someone knows someone at this other company going, oh, no, they, they're young and they're hungry. They want to do, they'll do great. They'll prove themselves with this. And then they've bitten off way more than they could ever possibly chew. And it's just, that's when shit goes wrong. Like, that. <sighs> it's still perplexing. It, it's just an insane, like, like, this is the definition of the cock up cascade. Yeah. It really is. It, I do not understand how just this many things go wrong. Like, From no marketing to design. marketing that can barely talk about the game to a launch where a major codec isn't included with the game. But, and, but it is included in VLC. You had to have VLC yeah. up to date. <laughs> like, I don't know anyone... Like, I've put VLC on every PC I own and everyone that I know who wants a media player, I don't put fucking VLC on. Hmm. But that it's weird that that had to be on there specifically. So someone who coded that game, encoded that that render of the cutscene or whatever it is, hmm. went through and specifically found that file for VLC and used that. Yeah. So that's I not an look, accident. 
I only have one guess as to what could have happened with this, because this doesn't happen on Switch, Xbox, or PlayStation. Hmm. At their studio, VLC was installed on all computers by default. Yeah, had to have been. So they built it on those machines with VLC not thinking about it. Of course, when they went to the consoles, they went, well, the consoles will not have VLC, so we must include the codec packs. Hmm. But our PCs just run it, so it'll be fine. Yeah. So they release it, and then they realize, oh, wait, not everyone has VLC installed. Fuck. Weeder is it wasn't the devs that found it. It was a random fan that apparently found that issue, or the, the fix for it. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, how do you find that? Because normally when these sort of bugs and stuff and fans start sharing data around, it's like, what's your build? What are you running? Is it on Windows? Is it on Mac? And you have to Linux? run through a lot of like avenues before you get to, do you have VLC installed? Like, that's normally yeah. not a troubleshooting step. Right. And as bad as it is, it's probably not bad marketing for VLC because anyone who wants to play that game that didn't already have VLC is now going, what's VLC? Oh, my God. Media player that'll play fucking anything? I need it. Just oh. VLC just suddenly sees a massive uptick in that's, death. That's probably what it was. One of the developers worked for DL, for VLC as well and goes, how can I get more VLC installs? Hmm, yes. let's make a requirement. <laughs> Well, we're on the trail now. It's all a conspiracy. That's, that's literally the only way I can think of that that'd be a viable fucking thing for it. Like, and they should have just included VLC in the install. Like, oh, you've got a new media player. Like, I get new, um, new like new uh, studios having hiccups and that kind of stuff in, in new titles or getting getting going. But when you have your first thing being from Bandai, uh, Bandai with Digimon, which is an established property. And it has a pretty rabid fan base, let's be fucking honest. Um, and you cock it up that badly? That's not great for your future. Like, I don't know how long this company is going to continue. But it's like... I don't know, man. When, when we were in, in uni and they say, right, you can go out and you can get a job in the games industry. You can go out and be a, a game tester, a QA. You're always going to end up game testing fucking Barbie Adventures or something fucking yeah. stupid. Pretty that's much. what this game like that's what this developer feels like uh, a fresh out of uni mob have been handed an IP saying mm. work on this and this is how it's all gone like even from the game itself being mostly a fucking uh, digital fucking novel with mm. elements of gameplay splashed in it's like they haven't had a whole lot of fucking leadership going this is what we're making well, the thing you've got to remember also is that the current studio that released it wasn't the studio that started it. No. These are just oh. the guys who got it to the finish line. Oh, that's yeah. even worse. So how many other groups has been handed around from? How many small things have gone, oh, we're going to do this. Oh, now we're going to do this. I've got a story over here, and they've just Frankenstein this thing together. Yeah. I, I don't understand when they hand off something halfway through creation. At that point, you might as well just scrap and start again like just it's not going to be worth going for well it. I mean that's the thing though uh, from what I understand from the the like my housemate who's been playing it and I've looked into it a little bit uh, people who played this game actually do really like it like it, apparently Digimon fans are really into what they've done well that's good it's if... just such a fuck up of a release yeah also like they didn't hype their own product like there was nope, no one knew bit. this was coming. I, I I love Digimon, and so I really enjoyed the series and everything. I didn't know this was coming out until your housemate fucking told me. Like until... I only knew about it because I keep an eye on a lot of gaming news, hmm. and that's it. If, yeah. if I hadn't been doing that, I would have known this thing was a thing. I keep an eye on gaming news, and I didn't even know Digimon was still a thing. <laughs> that's the point. That's how poor the marketing I... of this fucking game was. I always feel bad for Digimon as a, a franchise because it has always played second fiddle to Pokemon. Like, it hasn't played second pi- fiddle. It's played fucking third fiddle twice removed standing on the side of the fucking stage going, I'm sure I can play that. Put me in, coach. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, though. Like, it's not... It, the problem is people compare them too, too directly. Mm. They're not trying to even be the same thing. No, not at all. They just both contain cute monsters, but there's a million Japanese franchises that are that. Yeah. Yeah. But they all get this 
you know apples to apples for Pokemon it's like they're, they're very different guys but like honestly I really just want I like Pokemon as a concept and I would sorry not Pokemon Digimon as a concept and I would be happy to run like a Digimon style like role playing game just to see how that functions in a pen and paper setting but I don't know how it's going to go game wise going forward they need something to revitalize that franchise well I mean they have another mainline title coming uh, they've got uh, the 20th anniversary of Digimon Adventure 2 is coming up, and they've got something big planned for that, as well as something for Digimon Frontier. Um, so they've got a lot of stuff in the pipe. Like I said, Digimon's actually seeing a, a kind of a strong resurgence these days. The card game. I, I think I mostly because say, Pokemon's starting to wane a little. I can honestly say, if you put Pokemon in front of me and Digimon, and I'd probably couldn't tell you the difference between them i no, played the pokemon is, quite a bit but digimon one's fucking pocket monsters one's digital monsters and that's as much always, as i fucking um, know pokemon would you know evolve and be you know bigger but then digimon was just a factor of what do we do to make it stronger we slap more guns on it and that was it yeah. that was that was their character <laughs> yeah, they design. you download so, more ram yeah it's <laughs> like so what happens with this one uh it it turns into a big wolf covered in armor and guns okay what happens when it evolves again uh, it stands on its hind legs and gets more guns. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, so what have we got? Well, we've got the, this big walrus dude. What does he turn into? Thor turtle? Oh, yes, that's right. It goes from like a seal to a walrus to Thor. Just Thor as a turtle. And that was it. Like, it's uh, like, what, what was the, what were you smoking when you did this, man? Like, can I get some? That's why I love the progression. It sounds like South Park. Uh, go shoo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh god oh, so dumb anyway so moving on to the next thing the big slow yeah I mean like I mean yeah no they are like I mean we're, we're gonna talk about the continued slow death spiral of Ubisoft have they sped up so, the spiral last time we talked we were talking about how they were shuttering all a bunch of servers and taking a lot of game content offline along with the multiplayer because for some reason the authenticator server is tied to the multiplayer server go figure odd so in a recent earnings call they cancelled four titles two of them we don't know what are but apparently were far enough along that Ubisoft felt the need to point out that they were cancelled in an earnings call so they'd sunk money yeah they needed to justify the burnt cash. Yeah. Like, that's that's a fair way into development. Like, that's not just a... We've spent a few hundred bucks or a, a few thousand dollars on developing an idea of what could be a game. That's We've spent some serious money on something that was we've spent time on as well. Yeah. And now we need to justify that we're not doing that anymore. That's not an item that's been scrapped. It's been cancelled. There is a very yeah. big mm. difference there. Very much so. Uh, the other two were a Splinter Cell VR game. Which who the fuck was really asking for? Like, give us an actual I mean, Splinter Cell game, really. I mean, I want more Splinter Cell. I'd have probably bought it. I do own a VR headset. After um, after Alex, I, I haven't found a, a VR game that sort of lived up to anything I actually want to play in VR. Turns out it was just Seth like, sending them emails daily. Like, make the thing! Well, Look, if Al- I can email Alex them and force them to it. make... If I could email them and force them to make another Splinter Cell game, you think I wouldn't send every email every fucking day? That is true. I want another Splinter Cell game. Those games were amazing. Although, we are supposed to still be getting the Splinter Cell remaster, which is a remake of the first game. But that's in a development limbo since, you know, the one they were doing before that, which was the Prince of Persia Sands of Time remake. Uh, Still don't know what's happening with that. At this rate, all we're going to end up with is Splinter Cell Breakpoint. That's it. It'll be a fucking <laughs> Splinter Cell looter shooter. Yeah. Please, well, I mean, that was the other one they, they cancelled, which was the Battle Royale um, Ghost Recon game, which, and man, did that get a lot of negative press at so the launch. I don't think they so much as cancelled that as the entire fucking gaming community goes, no, don't do it, <laughs> no. We are cancelling your game. Oh no no! We chose to. It's the same way that someone who has like been fired for being a dickhead online is like, no, I chose to leave. Like, no, no, yeah. you were given the option to leave. That's what happened here. No, no, you chose to be a dick. 
Yeah. (laughs) And the other piece of news was simply that their uh, newly announced Avatar game uh, is delayed. Again! A big surprise. Cancelled four titles, two titles are MIA, and one title has been further delayed. Wait, we have to specify. Alongside all the other shit that's been happening. And the only other thing they've got coming out, which is next month, is Skull and Bones. And, like, the hype around that is non-existent. It died a while ago when people realized they weren't going to spend much time off the boat. Yeah. Apparently you, now you, you don't can really feel like a boat. pirate. Yeah, apparently they, they retconned that and you can go off on the boat a bit, but it's really restricted. It's like, we wanted yeah. there, just black There already is an amazing pirate game out there where you can do everything you want to do as a pirate. It's called Assassin's Creed 4. Yeah. Yeah. That's Basically, it. That's all they needed to fucking the entire, do. Uh, like thing for the main quest line that goes to the assassins. The rest of it's fucking great because you're not playing an yeah. assassin. You're playing a pirate who robbed his shit. That's it. Yeah. You killed one and took <laughs> his coat. That's all you were. Mm. It's like, oh, you're an assassin. It's like, no, I am a guy who killed your assassin. Uh, why yeah. am I helping you? Go fuck yourself. And I wanted that. They option. literally just renamed that pirates doing shit. It'd be a great fucking game. <laughs> Honestly, they had a chance. That's to, all yeah. it need to be. Yeah, they had a chance. Pirates to doing shit. Away. Black flag. Yeah, yeah. They had a, a chance to split her off from that one and just dump the assassin portion and just do something different there. But yeah, it's like, no, no, we must tie. That the could assassins. have been. Like, that could have been an entire resurgence of like a pirate genre. Like mm. it's there's a couple of games that are that are out sort of doing it now, but we've already had the fucking the ninjas, the fucking medieval. There aren't a lot of fucking pirate games out there. Mm. Like, no. it could have been a whole fucking thing, but no, they went from <laughs> an awesome pirate game to Egypt, and then they never touched fucking pirates again until it's like, oh, fuck, people like this mechanic. Let's make a game around it. Honestly, oh, it but we're only going to do the off. ship combat bit. We're not going to do all the rest of the stuff that makes you feel like a fucking pirate. Yeah. I find it really weird that they just kind of... They slap the Assassin shit onto something. So, I'm going to try this. I'm just slap Assassin's Creed onto it. Like, no, this could have been a standalone game. You didn't have to have Assassins in here. Why, why are you forcing that in? Can we just not do that and have a game where you're a pirate or you're running around Egypt or doing other stuff? But, no. Nah. Yeah, I, I like I, I love the Assassin's Creed games. I played pretty much all of them. Hmm. Um But I, I have for many years have, have wondered why the fuck they keep trying to do this Assassin Templar war and they don't just uh, just let it go and just do historic themed action romps. Yeah. They've got the in game way of doing it whereas oh you plug yourself into this machine and it shows you the memories of your past lives. And the, in the uh, the pirate one, the Black Flag one, they show that there are industries based on new entertainment from finding people's ancestors and letting people experience their memories and letting them experience those times. And that could just be a thing. It's like, oh, what yeah. happened? We found a guy whose entire thing is, you know, he was in the Viking Age and his, you know, people went on adventures. Like, fuck yeah, make that a thing. But no, it's just, oh, how do we work the assassins and Templars in? It's like, you don't. You don't have to. They're not compelling anymore. Just fucking stop. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't care who wins, to be honest. I kind of hope they both die out. Well, given uh, that the all the plot to do with the Templar Assassin War is all in the future stuff, and they've rarely ever made that compelling. Yeah. I'd love it if they, like, made a game where you you hop in the Animus and then you hop through, like, assassin like assassins through the ages so you're you're john wilkes booth with abraham lincoln and then you're on the grassy knoll or you're in the fucking library tower or you'd be meeting lennon down the street like you could be fucking anywhere you could yeah. kick off world war fucking one if you wanted to don't give them ideas they've got that uh <laughs> live service one coming <laughs> oh, yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, no. but yeah so yourself not doing so good no, and they only just threw more money into the Division 2 recently. Like, they've just done another season of that after a, a year of fucking hiatus. Why? They ended that on a fucking horrible note, and they've decided to throw more money in to give it another year of content. So, just instead them. of making a, a new game, they're <clears throat> redeveloping old games. We have reached yeah. the decade of remakes, though. Like, 
I think everything's being remade now because we've had such a surge in you know better technology for it. Uh, and we're just seeing companies going back to franchises to try and cash in on nostalgia. And very few of them are going to handle it correctly. I think no. Final Fantasy did well with their Final Fantasy VII yeah. remake. It was really well done. They kept the story, but they changed everything else. Everything was updated to make it better. But I mean, they changed some of the story. That's a lot of why people who are big fans of Final Fantasy VII are so butthurt about it. There wasn't much change that I cared about, to be honest. Like, not enough change. But I'm guessing you're more of a casual fan yeah. of, of Final Fantasy VII. The big ride-or-die hardcore guys were like, what the fuck is this ending? Oh, they'd be pissed off about anything, to be honest. Ride-or-die <laughs> oh, fans of anything. If one pixel was out of place and it wasn't still 8-bit, Jesus Christ, they'd get shitty. Yeah. They missed I mean, a full stop. A... They've ruined the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the the the, the Resi uh, remakes have probably been my favorite. Mm. The RE2 remake was really, really good. RE3's remake should have been DLC, but, I mean, it still wasn't bad. And, by all accounts, we're getting the RE4 remake the, uh, next year? I think next year. I think, early next year. I don't think it's coming out this year. Um, it was pushed past And that's looking so really good. They don't want to compete with certain things. Probably a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, I mean, that's looking really good. Those have all been excellent remakes. Um, some of the old uh, platformer remakes were pretty good. Um, I think Spyro did really well. Mm. Um, pretty fun. Yeah, I ran I mean, back through Spyro on fuck my Xbox and on the PC, and I thoroughly mm. enjoyed it. Handled well. Yeah, Spyro like trilogy remake was fucking great. Yeah, yeah, that one. Mm. Like handled well, remakes can be amazing, but at the moment they're getting lazier and lazier from the looks of things. Yeah. Like, they're just cashing in because oh, nostalgia. People will buy it because they like it. But, I mean. Sure, but you're going to burden audience very quickly. Yeah, but like, you end up with fucking Rockstar redoing. Was it four? Yeah, uh, ah, they're not doing that anymore. Aren't they? Yeah, or fucking doing a remake of a previous game and making it look worse than the fucking original did. Oh, that's like, right. I remember that. You can do some fucking remakes that don't need to be done, or if you fuck it up, any fans you had or any good faith you could have had is gone. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm. Like, I don't have much faith for, for GTA 6. Like, after their whole fucking remake was dead, like, they've got a lot of fuck, lot to do with fucking 6 to... Well, apparently that's... Uh, okay, so the, the two big pieces of information that we know about 6 is, one, uh, a big part of why they're not doing those re- any more of those remakes or they've uh, finished up content for GTA 5 is because they are pulling all their team for GTA 6. So they're not splitting them off to do remakes of old games or continue support. It's just the whole studio, GTA 6. Okay. And the other piece of news that we got was that apparently the next game will have a female lead character who is apparently Latino, although I've got kind of spotty sources on that. Mm. Um, Which is, of course, you know, all the, oh no, they're only doing it because they're woke and they want to have a female lead. Fuck off. Just, I, I don't just care. go back as to your holes story, and be troglodytes. Yeah, as long as the story is compelling or fun, I don't care what gender the person is. Like, yeah, no. Who the fuck cares? Why does it really matter? If the story's written well, it shouldn't fucking matter. Just be a character in the world. Yeah. As yeah. long as it, they're not writing a female character just to have a fucking female character, like, who the fuck cares? Yeah. Pretty much. So, that's all we really know about GTA 6 right now. As far as anything even close to concrete, there's like, there's rumors aplenty about what it's going to have in it. I think there's uh, there's reasonably good evidence that it's going to be set in a Miami type location. <coughs> I mean, we're, um, we've got Saints Row coming out soon, the new one of that. That's this month. Yeah, that comes out very soon, so that's going to be good. Um, but... We'll see how that fares and see if that kind of game has still got a popularity base because I'm not sure. It's been a while since we've had a a GTA or a a Saints Row. The thing I find weirdest about Saints Row, and I've had a few people say this to me, they've seen the trailer and they're like, it's too wacky. That's that's weird to hear about Saints Row. Saints Row was always the wacky GTA. Yeah. Like, only the first Saints Row tried to be serious because it was legitimately trying to compete with GDA. Yeah. 
And then they did Saints Row 2 and were like, who wants to steal a septic tank and fucking spray down houses? And they had fun it, with it. It was great. That's why we love it. And Saints Row the Third, I think, is one of the best games they ever did. It, it's just dumb and fun. The fact you can and throw yourself in front of cars to extort money from people. <laughs> like, you can commit... A whole submission about it. It's amazing. It teaches you how to do it from then on. It's like, I'm low on money. Throw yourself in front of cars. Like, this is the dumbest <laughs> shit possible. And the, that, the I like dildo sword. That whole genre that the GTA and Saints Row fit into, the one game I'd really want to see a remake of is Sleeping Dogs. Yes. Mm. Like oh, a Sleeping full, Dogs was so full good. remaster of that, maybe even the sequel. That game was amazing. I had one of the characters in that is one of the few that I've actually cared when they fucking die. The rest like, eh, you're dead. Next plot point. Yeah. Like, I, I love that they, they had a good reason why there weren't guns everywhere. Yeah. Because it's set in uh, Hong Kong. Yeah. yeah, I want to say, um, and in that setting, like there are firearms, but they're way more difficult to get into the country. So that's why not everyone has a gun, and it's mostly a street brawler. And being caught with one is actually a really harsh punishment. Like you're a, you're a police officer, you're playing it, you're playing undercover in a fucking a Hong Kong gang, <laughs> mm. and like the actual like hand to hand combat is thoroughly enjoyable. You can yeah. do combos and like have full-on street fights and it is fucking awesome and it feels very gta with the driving and everything going on but i would thoroughly enjoy a remaster that That and and the way you've got like missions for the police and for the triads yeah you're trying to like keep a balance so that you keep access to your cop resources but you don't let the triads on although there is a hilarious thing you can do if you finish the game you get some extra skins one of which is you in a cop uniform. Yeah. So you can be in all the triad scenes in full uniform. <laughs> Are you a cop? No, man, I swear I'm not. It's a costume, I swear. It's so dumb. Um, I love... Damn it, now I want to go play Sleeping Dog. Damn it, I've, John Doe. I, I only just in, reinstalled it on Steam. It's like, goddamn, like, this is a thoroughly awesome game. And one of the few I'd really enjoy a remaster of. Do you know what game I yeah. really enjoyed the uh, the brawling from? It was the Batman games. Like, that yeah. fluid oh, yeah. combo that they did, just bouncing well, the, around the place was great. The, the quick-time event Fam without a quick-time event. Oh, yeah, Batfam comes out soon. We get Batfam now. It's going to be good. Um, don't remember when. That's Gotham Knights, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just want to be able to play you know, Nightwing and beat the crap out of things. It's going to be great fun. Down or Red Hood and shoot stuff. When was it coming? Is that I'm a, sure pretty... is that oh, a cult mean... title or is that just a straight out here's your adventure? Well, I think it's a uh, here's your adventure kind of thing. But One thing I always found yeah, funny I'm... with the Batman games was the fact it's like, oh no, it's all non-lethal. I'm sorry, I'm driving down the road in a fucking tank that's propelled by a jet engine and I've just bounced the guy off three fucking walls. He is dead. <laughs> I'm going to shoot you with a 50 cal beanbag. He's fine. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. He's mildly bruised. But or you park rapid on fire beanbags. You'd be like, right. I've, I've pulled up and I've got out of the, the Batmobile, looked down, and I've parked on a criminal. It's like, that is fine. <laughs> um, They're October 25th is when it comes out. Ooh, nice. That's around my birthday. So a couple months away and we get to play the Batfam. Batfam. That'll be my birthday game. <laughs> Birthday. I've got actually a lot of stuff to play around then because there's that um, uh, Scorn comes out then and I think just after that is the Callisto Protocol Ooh. yeah there's some there's some good shit coming out for the, the tail end of the year I'm very much looking forward to seeing how the Callisto Protocol turns out because that's made by ex-debs from Visceral the guys who made Dead Space yeah that's going to be interesting. And it's got some serious Dead Space vibes. I am really looking forward to the Callisto Protocol. I haven't played Dead Space in so long. I love that game. Still holds up. It does, yeah. Everything's still pretty good. And it got an so, TV shows at one point. Yeah, a couple shots. Um, I mean, speaking of remakes, there's, uh, there's some uh, unfortunate news about the KOTOR one. Oh, yeah. It's... Uh, been indefinitely shelved. Oh, why? Did they give a reason? Uh, 
as far as we can tell, mismanagement at the studio. Uh, one of the lead writers was like, I'm going to do all kinds of changes. I don't really care. Um, yeah, the the studio working on it's just been like, all right, this is this is going over here. We're not working on it, and we don't know if we'll ever get back to it. So was that the one that Bioware the... first made? Yeah. Yeah. So they, they took away a toy from a, a spoiled child and it's like, that's going up on the high shelf now where you can't touch it. Why do they not do that to more writers? They say, oh my God, I'm going to make all these changes and make my own world. No. All you Bad. do is like, someone like thing anymore or a rolled up newspaper. Just like, smack. No, stop that. Don't do it. You do the same thing with a hammer. Yeah, that is true. Make <laughs> all of our lives a lot fucking better. Oh yeah, absolutely. Anyone who takes an established... Uh, canon or an established franchise I'm going to change everything no you can go off and mm. do your own thing somewhere fucking else if you've been hired on to make a Star Wars game that is already done and you're doing a remake you stick to the project you don't that should be the easiest thing in the world the yeah. story and everything is already there like, <laughs> granted yeah. do some side missions with something interesting that's fucking fine but the primary thing should always be something at least close to the original change a couple of things here and there but keep it on track like that's why people are coming back to it we want this remade because we love the original we don't want you to fuck with it the only reason your your remake will sell is for nostalgia if you do not have that it will not sell it is not a fucking remake I mean, this is a, a thing I, I was talking to some people today about because I was talking about the uh, Resident Evil TV show that was released recently. I haven't watched and that yet. Actually. The thing I couldn't understand was like, why did they use Resident Evil? I'm a fan of the sh- of the games, and the show does not hold up. It actually kind of annoys me. But it might not have done so if it had been named something else and wasn't working with all the branding and iconography of Resident Evil. If it was generic zombie and, thing, it would have been fine. Yeah, and, and one of the other people I was talking to was like, oh, I sat down and watched it, but I just like essentially pretended it to forget that Resident Evil was a thing and just watched it as it is, and I kind of enjoyed it. It's like, but what was the fucking point? Mm. The, the only reason to call it Resident Evil was to get the fans. And so if you have to pretend the thing you're a fan of doesn't exist to be a fan of this new thing... What was the fucking point? Well, that's the thing that keeps happening because they always try and dumb down a franchise or change it for the general populace. and, and then For just, a new market. Yeah. Ugh. I mean, hell, look at the stuff that's being uh, thrown up for the new Lord of the Rings stuff. It's like, oh, we're going to modernize the uh, the tellings of you know, Tolkien. It's like, don't. Just... No. If it, you it's want already fantasy, made. Yeah. Like, it's one of those things. If you want something different, Fucking make it. Go and make something original. Please, the love of God, I'd prefer you to make something original as opposed to slapping the name of something else onto something that you haven't put much love into because mm. you're trying to work from a framework. It doesn't. That, that's help. how we end up with uh, the new Slim Sauron. Yeah. Like, fucking. I don't, I don't like when they do it. It's dumb. Yeah. Pretty much. It also the, comes the, down to... The, the, the thing that's annoying, though, is the concept of modernization, I don't have a problem with. Yeah. You can do it. But there's a lot of work you've got to do. Yeah. Like, I fucking hate Shakespeare. Mm. But some people have actually done some stuff where they've taken the, the plots and ideas of his stories, or plays, modernized them, and they've been very good. Yeah. But... There's a lot of work involved there. You actually Absolutely. have to put the like passion taking back Taking the in. base story, breaking it down, <laughs> and actually building it up into something with a modern telling. Like, mm. I, I think I was talking to you about this earlier, said, so like, the, the ten things I hate about you is mm. literally the taming of the shrew. Yeah. And, it's like, and that's Shakespeare movie. done right in a modern setting. Absolutely. Like, and, and, like, there was the original Romeo and Juliet remake, which wasn't great, but it was an attempt. It paved the way. But that also still, like, had a, a big foot still sitting in, like, the whole okay. Shakespeare telling of it. It wasn't a whole lot of a... Is that that DiCaprio thing? Yeah. Yeah. Look, I actually... Look, the school I was at had a real big thing for fucking Shakespeare, so we did a oh, huge yeah. fucking unit of it in, in English. 
actually learned to not hate that movie because it was the least egregious thing I had to be had to goddamn sit through mm. that was based off Shakespeare. Yeah. I mean, hell, if you break it down, um, was The Lion King is a telling of Macbeth, I think. Because it's um, a retelling of Macbeth, essentially, with lions. That's all it is. That is literally what the original Lion King was. Because it was, you know, open for interpretation and Disney didn't have to pay for it. Uh, Hamlet. Hamlet, sorry, yes. I'm mixing up my Shakespeare. Hamlet. But it's... When done correctly, you can take the core concepts of his stories and apply them to basically anything. And that should be the same thing with most well-done stories. I maintain yeah. that any of the Discworld stuff can be done really well as a adaption. And there have been some TV movies done. So there yep. was uh, Going Postal and a few other ones. Uh, Tripping the Life Hogfather. Uh, Hogfather. Hogfather. And there, are and there were the two animated series that were fantastic. Oh, absolutely. Soul Music was one of them. That was... Oh, I love Soul that Music one. and the Weird Sisters. Yes, they were great. But then you get to the new one, which was The Guards... TV show mm. and it was they tried to modernize it in a different light and it was not good Vimes uh, the came watch off, was not the guards the watch, the sorry, watch. Yeah. Uh, uh, they changed it to the watch but like Vimes came off different I didn't well, like well in the character. books he's he's actively trying to not be an alcoholic he's yeah. off the grog and in the TV series, he's a straight-out fucking drunk. Like, yeah. you've taken away a major aspect of this character of showing their own self-control and character development to, ah, oh, fuck it, he's a drunk. Like, yeah. why? You... And that's it's half just the annoying. fun of, like... There's I certain mean, points the, in the, the books where Vimes goes back to drinking and it's a big thing. Like, yeah. They find him drunk at the desk and the entire department's like, fuck, Vimes has been drinking, what do we do? And then they deal with it. But... I mean, there's really dumb offsetting stuff in that show where it's like they've modernized it so it feels like there's electricity. Yeah. And then when he needs information, he goes and takes it from a security camera, which actually has a demon in it, an imp or something in it, that's supposed to be painting images, but he clearly takes a computer from it. Mm. Yeah. It's, It's very weird. And then there's people who still like light torches with little dragons. Yes. It's, in this technologically set up world that would just have lights? It's not consistent in any way, shape, At or At all, no. And that's the problem. And it's hard to really give a fuck about the world when it's so inconsistent. It's like, what, why do I care about any also, of this? they yeah. killed Detritus in the first fucking episode. Yeah. Mm. A major plot point in almost every book with the guards is Detritus is their unmovable mountain. He is their, their rock, literally, because he's a goddamn troll. But they take that away. It's like, oh, we wanted, we wanted to give it some scope and, you know, more... He's too powerful. Like, he's just a fucking troll. You can still yeah. screw them up. But, no, it was just... I, I did not enjoy it. I did not finish it. I stopped. I could Neither not. Did I. Making I, I got about three quarters way through the first episode and it's like, uh, I just want to go back and read a book and be happy. Yeah. I am yeah. a major fan of Terry Pratchett. I eventually forced my old man to read them and just get someone else I could blather on about them with. I love the way he can distill very complex problems down into their core values and impart them on the reader. Like Thud being just a massive discussion of racial you know, hatred and all that kind of stuff. Distilled hmm. down to dealing with a uh, basically a board game half the time. And it's great the guy had a way I think my favourite one will always be his um, uh, theory of bootstrap economics yes yeah which is a great fucking idea like when you look at such a clever way of putting it Mm. he just because that's the um, uh, poor person has to buy poor products which break so they have to buy them more often yeah a rich person will buy an expensive product once and have it for years and years and years and years so the, the rich person will spend far less, but Over the poor person time. could never yeah. have bought the amount, bought the good thing to begin with and spend far more money. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, was it the the poor people buy sh- shoes with cardboard uh, soles yeah. that wear out, but you have to buy a new pair of shoes every couple of months. Yeah. Whereas a rich person will buy a good pair of heavy leather boots once and then they'll never have to buy another pair of boots again. Yeah. And so the amount you would have spent on the cheap things you could have bought 
saved up and bought a good pair and never had to spend it again. It's But you had yeah. to save up for the good pair, which means you yeah. would have had to go without boots mm. for mm. however long it took. Yeah. But it's just... And it's such a... It, like, of stuff it. like that. It's amazing how he weaves that in. Yeah. And all of that but like just sprinkled with his humour, which was absolutely amazing. I love mm. his humour. The stuff Fantastic. hidden in the margins and written as little notes and that kind of thing was great. But then he'd switch it from going from a funny thing to a very dramatic thing, like uh, with the Hogfather, where Death um, corners the the Arbiters. Um, sorry, the uh, what are they? Mm-hmm. Not the Arbiters. It's a. Um, they're basically I remember the, the scene. I don't remember the names. Whatever they are, basically they are the uh, the accountants of of you know the universe. But he, when he corners them, it's like, you can't kill us. That, that's against the rules. Like, yes, there are rules. And you broke them. Which means you're now mortal and I kill mortals. And it becomes a really fun thing to play with. It's like, neat. I like this. Well, um, even the, the whole thought of, like, mythology in that is like, the the sun will die. Like, if, yeah. the, if the hog gets killed, it's like, well, what would have happened tomorrow? It's like, well, a giant ball of burning gas would come over it's like so tomorrow it would still happen it just would no longer have that mythology of the sun yeah. being but everything would still go on as it is it's just a change in mythology and mm. there are some very it, the hogfather itself is full of it but they're just poignant lines and that kind of thing uh, that just hit really well and if anyone listening has not read anything from Terry Pratchett, your homework... Why are you listening? Go yeah, and read. Go and read it now. Yeah. Like, and then come now. back to this point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this exact point. Uh, I think most people probably, if they know one thing from the disc world and don't know it's from that, it's I think it's the Hogfather it's in. Mm-hmm. The thing where he gives the girl the sword. Yes. Yeah. It's an important lesson. Yeah. <laughs> if she hurts herself with it, what do you, what do you say? What, what, what will be the lesson if she hurts herself? Uh, less or something. I'll have to find it again. But it's that stuff is great, and honestly, there should be more series just taking directly from it as opposed to changing that work because it's good. I like it. I, I was disappointed that there was just the two seasons of the cartoon. I, mm. I'd still have it around here somewhere. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's great. I, like I can hear the opening theme song in my head. <laughs> It lives in there rent-free. It never goes away. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I actually, there's a band I listen to specifically because they make music very similar to that theme <laughs> song. And that's it. I I don't know who they are outside of that. I just know, like, this is the band I listen to when I'm being nostalgic for the Discworld. That's, uh, <laughs> is that the one you sent me, which was the music with rocks in? The closest thing we could find to music with rocks yes. in? Yeah. That was, a, that was a good one. I liked that. I still have like the, the the band has loads of music and it's all mm-hmm. amazing, but it just feels like a Discworld soundtrack. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, I want more, but I don't want them to fuck it up, so I'm quite happy that they leave it alone. That's mm. that's the the biggest worry. Like you should be like, I want them to do this series because I reckon they can do it absolutely amazingly. Mm. And now it's like I don't want them to do this series because I know they're gonna fuck it up. Yeah, they will. And that's yeah. really fucking sad. They won't be able to control like, themselves. Yeah. Like, why can't they do something where it actually suits, like, suits the the source materials, the fans, like, actually make the thing as people want to see it, not just, I'm going to make a thing, but I'm going to make it my own thing, and I'm going to screw all of this over. It doesn't need to happen. If you want to make your own thing, go off and do your own thing, sure. Just call it something the fuck else. Exactly. What I, um, honestly, whilst I... I like when Shakespeare is adapted and I will admit his writing is very great when you strip it down to its core and remove the flowery language. Uh, what I want them to do is stop teaching Shakespeare. It is so far oh, removed from yes. our culture now that it is no longer as viable and there are other things you can show people. Uh, I mean, mm. hell, some of the things, anything with the Weird Sisters from Terry Pratchett is a retelling of a Shakespearean play. That's what his mm. thing is. So use those. Go through with new retellings or use things like Thud, which is written for young adults and is full of humor, which gets them interested and teaches them a very interesting lesson. Uh, and hell, I think Thud also has, or one of them has the gun violence thing of guns are what cause people to you know, do damage and you should control them. Like that kind of shit pops up. 
Mm. He touches a lot of very interesting, poignant ideas, which if you expose those to like you know young minds in say early high school, would be great. Like mm. I would have read a lot more. I already read a lot if like, that was offered. Quite honestly, as far as I'm concerned, and and this could just be the weird basement dwelling troglodyte I am. Mm. Um, I, as far as English courses, I think they are in desperate need of a massive overhaul. Not in necessarily to remove uh, Shakespeare. I definitely feel like it has a position if you're going into like high end English lit. Yeah. Um, but your more general courses, just fuck it off. Yeah. And while you're at it, I never want to see another goddamn thing for Animal Farm. Ugh. I swear to God, if for some reason I ever have a kid and he comes home with that fucking book, I will burn it myself. I am so over having to study fucking Animal Farm. Yeah. And of Mice and Men. I cannot stand those I fucking books. I can't deal with those anymore. More Every English class I ever had just had a boner for those fucking they, books. They haven't... In, like changed anything in decades and they need to go through a rehaul and change a lot of stuff but that costs money and no one wants to invest in education that being said if there they are cut, some old hmm? if they cut back like the English course for like they could really fucking cut a lot of it back and put a lot of that funding back into I don't know online safety and fucking social media access yeah Le- teach kids that it's on the internet once it's on the internet for life you don't need to live up the fuck with next door. Like, you don't need to have such a large online presence. I find that I've got a Facebook. I think I've posted three things in the last five years. Yeah, I like, think half you don't the time it's have to be on there. In most cases, it's the parents flooding social media with pictures of their kids. So, oh not yeah, fucking the amount of metadata in the picture. It's like people know exactly where you took that picture at what time. Yeah, everything. And stop putting your kids online until they're able to be online. Like, don't fucking tempt it. People suck. And we'll take and advantage parents of not knowing enough to give a fuck about what their kid's doing online. Yeah. Like, like oh, the kid's right, he's online, he's doing whatever. Like, you don't mm. know what your kid's actually looking at online. Like, yeah. you can look up some really fucking wild shit real quick and real easy. Pretty much. And don't assume that you're going to be able to look up the net history. A kid gets no. caught with that once. Mm. Yeah. Like... All that teaches a kid is how to fucking erase your history. That's yeah. it. When caught, they will hide things better. That's all it is. And the minute they discover incognito, gone. <laughs> I, I I firmly believe that not like toward the end of, of schooling, there should be some kind of mini class that doesn't have to run for the whole year, but it's definitely toward the end of it. Particularly as kids start to tap out because they're getting their exams done. Yeah. Honestly, there should be a course that's just life skills. Yeah, no, absolutely. And by life skills, I mean how to balance your account, mm. how to make a meal that's not shit. Yeah, you know how to do some basic maintenance on a car. You know, Fuck, that I'd want to go of back crap. to school just to do that class. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So would I. I would happily run a how to adult course, which would be what you'd have to call it, adulting one hundred and one, and teach you the mm. basics of how to keep a place clean. How to you know actually go through uh, meal preparation and you know make sure you have sufficient meals for a week and that you're not eating just shit, as well as mm. basic budgeting and all that kind of thing. How do fucking taxes work? What do I do? That kind of stuff. Things that aren't covered but really should be. Like Home Ec taught yeah. me how to do some very basic cooking, but didn't mm. really show me a balanced meal. For me, it was they were always more along the lines of, "Oh, hey, you can now make cornbread, or you can make this thing now. Isn't that cool? This has taught you how to bake. Like neat." Uh, that or they try to teach you how to make something very elaborate so that it makes it feel like oh yes I did a cooking class and I learned how to make an eight layer cake yeah pretty much (laughs) cool but I can't eat that every day (laughs) but he used to also be able to like he you could go to TAFE or used to be able to it's no longer available and do an industrial basics course and in that they'd show you the basics of welding the basics using a chainsaw the basics of building the basics of mechanics yeah. So you could work on your car, you could weld something, you could go out and do some basic patchwork on your house if you needed to. And mm. it's no longer available. Like that would Dude, be I would fucking absolutely handy. do that course. I would have to do that. Like, I would, and I would at least then like 
you get a taste of each of those things and you go, fuck, no, I quite enjoy the building of that. I'd like to do it. Or I really enjoy the welding. Currently, kids have got no idea about actual for anybody industrial industry. Like from yeah. high school to, uh, I guess I want to be a builder. I have no idea what, what that entails. I, I guess I just swing a hammer and hit a nail. Mm. Like mm. how does any kid know fucking what the hell they want to do? I'm in my 30s. I still don't know what the fuck I want to do. Same. I have mm. no idea. But why is there no more fucking guidance to, all right, you're about to get out of here. Uni isn't the only fucking option. There are other and better options out there because going to uni doesn't guarantee a fucking high wage anymore. Nope. So, uh, I mean, what is it? Uni grad, uni grad, uni grad, and we, none of us work in that industry? Yeah, <laughs> none of us work in that industry that we actually <laughs> no, study. I dropped out of uni. I, I left true. that. I, so, I uni grad, uni grad, drop out. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Though. You I, dropped out with the skin of your teeth. I, you had like I got right to the last year and realized, fuck, I like this as a hobby, but fuck working in this industry, so no. I pulled the pin. <laughs> no, that's fair. But, like, I don't get why we can't have just life skills as a thing and just yeah. teach kids how to patch drywall and that kind of stuff to just... I, I absolutely despise the fact that I'm in my mid-30s I own a car and I have literally no idea how to do anything to it. Yeah. Pretty much. But also things like, um, my brain just literally died on me. That was fun. Like, just someone closed the app that was open in my head. <laughs> it's also getting a lot harder to be able to work on your car. Cause like as cars get more and more computers and more technical, it's fucking harder and harder to do it. Yeah. Whereas like, I've got that- an old ute and I can actually do shit with it. I can't. I have Did a car that's that in there's the what, what brand of car is it there's one of them where there's a premium feature to have their seats be heated oh BMW people have sta- mm. yeah BMW people have started hacking the BMWs to yeah, get the seat all it was for a fuck- free it was a fucking subscription service $14 a month to fucking heat your ass you can jailbreak your dumb. car now you can jailbreak a car and that infuriates me but Seat warmers, seat warmers are a microtransaction. So the warmers oh. are already in your car. It's yeah. just a yeah. feature that's turned off. What yeah. the fuck? You've already Welcome spent the money to have it there. But yeah, actually, I remember. And it's a BMW. That's a premium that's a car. Premium. It's yeah. not. It's not like it's my shitty 2005 Nissan Pulsar that you know can't can barely get its own heater to run. Mm. It's not like that where it's like, oh yeah, this would be an elite feature in this car. It's a fucking BMW. Yeah. You yeah. want a BMW to make your butt warm. But like the next step up from that is fucking Tesla restricting your battery usage to 80% unless mm. you pay the extra money or the Don't give several hundred cases where they've gone in for repairs and come out with less battery access than they had going in and they have Mm. to repay the five grand about to get it back again because they went in for a service that someone fucking unauthorized. That's just fucking highway robbery, literally. Oh, yeah, literally. um, With this whole adulting 101 thing, the first Mm. class in that would have to be essentially, we don't know what the fuck we're doing. No one does. You don't have to make your minds up now. Because I remember yeah. in high school, it was very much when you go to uni, mm. you have to know exactly what you're doing with your life. If you don't, you're going to waste all of your time. You're going to have a horrible time of it. Like, And I knew what I wanted to do, but like, it didn't work out and I'm still fine. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, I ended up not knowing what you want to do isn't the end of the fucking world. You just find something else to do till you figure it out. And if you never figure it out, well, you just keep finding shit to do. The other thing is Mm -hmm. just telling people, you know, kids, and it's okay to do your hobbies. Like, you don't have to have a career. You can work to do a hobby. That's fine. If if fucking YouTube and Twitch have taught us fucking anything, Mm. it's that. (laughs) Pretty much. Like, (laughs) if you can make money off your hobby, go for it. Why not? If you can't, keep doing your hobby. It doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't hurt anyone. Yeah. Like, there are that many fucking micro breweries and oh. distilleries everywhere because I enjoy doing this as a hobby. I think I can make some money out of this. Run with it. Like, yeah. do anything you fucking can. Pretty much. Hell, yeah, that's why we started this podcast. We just want to talk shit on the internet. Now we are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, and after that, it'd just be stuff like budgeting, food, Car oh, yeah. maintenance, oh, basic house how, maintenance. How yeah. to budget and how to fill in a fucking tax form mm. without fucking going broke. 
man, like how to write. I, I like I know how to do all that stuff now. Yeah, but like. I'd have saved myself so much stress if back when I was rocking out of high school, someone had bothered to just explain it. Yeah. Like, pretty much. I was earning pretty good money when I left high school and I partied and pissed it all up the wall and I had a great yeah. fucking time. But I didn't learn any fucking lessons on how to sort out a budget or do fucking anything. And I do now, but God damn, I can see so how much we'd... wasted. Oh yeah, I can see how we'd run the budgeting ones. Like, now we know you're going to drink and piss away a lot of this, but take at least a little bit and put it over here in a corner that you can't touch yeah like just in case you know one day you might drink it all away and need rent because you know it I happens. mean it's it's not even that it's just simple things like you know you get X amount of month money a fortnight mm. cool um take some portion of that and just put it on your power bill yeah yeah put it on your phone bill it's just things so like so that when those bills actually come in they're way more manageable yeah and just simple things like pay your rent first. Like everything, all oh, the yeah, bills, always. everything first. You do not spend a cent until your bills are covered. Then you yep. can you can save or you can spend your money. You can do stuff with it. But make yeah. sure your expenses are covered. Like, yeah, I've, currently, I get paid on Wednesdays. All my direct deposits come out on Thursdays over Friday. I don't even look to see how much money I've got until at least Saturday afternoon. Yeah. I don't... I don't feel like I get paid until Saturday afternoon. Then I can look at it and go, well, everything else has come out. This is what I'm like, left with. Put it this way, I get paid monthly. Like, it's, I have, I had to learn to Fortnightly's bad monthly. enough. Monthly would suck. Oh, it, it's... I think month, I think fortnightly's the best one. It is, absolutely. It's a crash course in budgeting because mm. when you have that, that paycheck hit, you're like, well, I have all this money. I could spend it, like, buy the things I want. And then you have to remember, I have to survive a month on this. And suddenly that money looks a lot smaller. Yeah. Oh, it takes getting used to. I'll give it that. <laughs> yeah, that's why I always thought the the fortnightly pay is the best one, mm. because longer than that, and as far as I'm concerned, it's too much fucking planning. Yeah. But like right now, I'm paid week to week, and I uh, I'm okay with it. But I've always found that when I was working on jobs that had fortnightly pay, it was just long enough that always made me think about my money. But not so long that if anything went wrong, I was waiting ages for a payment. Yeah. But on week to week, it's just like, eh, doesn't matter this week. I get paid on Monday. Yeah. Yep. We took a weird tangent on this one. We went from... (laughs) We ended up at life skills and... Ah. Life skills for tangentic. <laughs> learn from our mistakes. <laughs> oh God, we, could start, we could start an entire segment called Learn From Our Mistakes. Let's be honest. We could make so much content from that. Today we'll present you with our next bad example. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, well, we're out past an hour, so I think we need to wrap things up. Probably good. So have a good one, people. Enjoy yourselves. Yep. See ya. Bye.